Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome once again to the Leeds That Podcast. I'm Paul and I'm joined by James. Hello. That was enthusiastic. I love yep. it. And Rocco. Hello. That was fake sure enthusiasm. That. Yeah, it was. Like, you know, I can't believe you sensed it. it. I'm very hungover today. It was my brother's wedding yesterday. Oh, lovely. Congratulations, Johnny. He thanks you, I'm sure. <laughs> I did see some pictures of him and thought, oh, he looks very, very well and very nice. Congratulations. Mm, he looks well dressed. I wonder what the occasion is. <laughs> <laughs> so since we last got together, Calvin's been pictured in a Man City tracksuit. Rafinha's not gone to anywhere yet. Not Nothing much has really happened. It, it's been more rumour and hearsay, I guess. But there's been a lot of it about, so there's plenty that we can address. So... Let's start with Calvin, because that's a bit more definitive. How did you feel when you saw the picture of him in the uh, blue tracksuit? It's sad, isn't it? It's not going to be nice to see him in the kit and uh, and playing for someone else, playing against us as well, potentially. Still feels a bit weird and wrong, but yeah, it's just sad, isn't it? James, did... Have you already uh, processed this emotionally or is it just going to get harder and harder? Are you in a denial place whereby until it actually happens? No, no, it's definitely happening. I'm kind of at peace with it, so is what it is, isn't it? Why, why is it taking so long? That's so Leeds, isn't it? We're all like, announce Calvin! Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I just think on the photos he just looked like he was doing something naughty, didn't he? He was like, I don't know, he just looked like he was up to no good. Because you you are up to no good, you little rascal. (laughs) So, yeah, that's going to happen. And I think maybe one of the slight talking points around it is that Victor Ort has been quoted somewhere within Europe this week as saying that we had to sell Calvin to pay off things that we'd already done, which is Mm. disappointing. Is that news? Uh, Was that expected? Or did we think we were going to sell these players in order to fund progress there was a there was a few people on uh twitter responding to that article and who were quite annoyed about it because i think more than anything the the translation of it had then been muddled together as a story that kind of suggested that so i think it was kind of something of nothing that to be honest so that's not true it's a mistranslation it sounds like it yeah it's like all these things are kind of become clickbaity to get a reaction out of out of people and i think that's what they got so um yeah 
clickbait. There's plenty of clickbait about at the moment. Do you think anyone's going to be dangling any bait for click? Possibly. I think he might be going. I only say this because last year there there was suggestion that he wanted to leave. And he's always very gung-ho and Leeds United in and amongst everything, but equally you had these stories. And, and it maybe he was slightly outspoken in the press on a couple of occasions. So, But we are, and I know this isn't in the best interest of him, but we are relatively like still in the middle and we need to be adding numbers. So if he goes, you still want two more in. Yeah, I, don't, I think as we've probably said before, I, I, I do feel like Marsh's tactics don't suit his game. Um, and there has been... You know, that little sign of uh, frustration in click. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me if he goes. And I mean, yeah, obviously we'll we'll need to replace him. But we have signed two midfielders already, or at least one. Maybe you can't call Aronson a midfielder. And it sounds like there might be two. That's a long-standing debate on this show as well. What positions constitute midfield? Because I believe that the wingers play within the midfield positions. And it's not just the central midfielders, but you know, that might be for another day to rehash. Aronson is a midfielder, he isn't a striker, therefore, he's a, and he's not a defender, therefore, he's a midfielder. You were right. I agree with that. I disagree about the wingers, though, but uh, yeah, let's not get into it. We've got to get into something, otherwise, we'll just cry about Calvin <laughs> and Rafinha leaving. It'd be very Leeds that if uh, they announce Calvin and Rafinha going just after we finish recording this, wouldn't it? If they announce that at 10 o'clock on a Sunday night, it'll be a pretty grim full stop on people's weekend. I'm not sure about the old um, Rafinha transfer. That feels like one that could go on and on and on and niggle. Mm. So my understanding is he's had a contract signed with Barcelona somehow since February at, at the latest. He will. Um, he personally only wants to go there. He has had offers from Arsenal, Newcastle and Chelsea. The best offer of which is from Chelsea that the club are happy to accept. But he says no, which he is allowed to do, but he wants to go somewhere that don't want to pay as much for him and don't have any money. Mm. Well summarised. Another little tidbit that I saw on Sky Sports News the other day was that Deco doesn't believe that London... He hated playing in London. He believed London is a city for visiting, not for living in. Sounds like a Yorkshireman. (laughs) Yorkshireman would say something like that. I've said that before. (laughs) Maybe it's just something that radiates outward from London, so he's further south from London, and it's just they have the same belief. There was a big Mm. thread on Twitter the other day, I don't know if you saw it, and it was about Leeds United has the sales rights, not Deco, his agent. Did did anyone see that? There's like a big, there's a big, big thing about it. And everyone was going, oh, that sounds bad in Leeds' favour. So I checked it with Hayden Evans. And uh, he said, no legally binding agreement with Chelsea unless player has signed and agreed for transfer of registration lodged with FA. So there you go. Thanks, Hayden. I I often think about Hayden at this time of year because he must be very busy. Um, You know, it's kind of all the discussions around players, whether they're going to go, whether they're going to stay, it becomes a very active time for them. And, is you know, Hayden both Jamie Shackleton and Charlie Creswell's agent? He is, yep. Yeah, so he's a very busy man at the moment then, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, it looks like Charlie Creswell's going to be heading to Millwall, doesn't it? So, a Millwall, Millwall was kind of there or thereabouts, weren't they? Maybe just fell off at the end of last season, if I'm, I'm remembering correctly. They became in the, they were in the playoff 
kind of conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So this isn't they, like sending they, him to Rotherham. No. And the other thing is they must be almost guaranteeing some game time, you would have thought as well, because I think, you know, knowing Hayden's philosophy and outlook on football in general, you know, he he's always said all of his players that he's ever worked with just want to play football. And Charlie definitely hasn't had enough of it um, in the last season. The same with Shaq over the last few years as well. So I think the main thing is for them is just to go out and play, learn to play football at a, a competitive level. Hayden, yeah, think- if Hayden is listening, I want a picture of, Hayden and Shaq or Charlie Criswell on a on a yacht with their wives, just so that I, you know that's what that's what De- football agents do. That would be quite funny, actually. Yeah, go recreate it. I was going to say um, that I think it's a good move. So well done, Hayden. Um, although I, I had previously said that I would have been happy keeping Creswell and you know maybe selling a centre back and having Creswell as the fourth, but I do think that this is the best thing for his career. I think you know he'll go there. And yeah, hopefully play week in, week out in the championship. And yeah, can only do wonders for him, you'd think. Shame it's at Millwall, but um, yeah, what can you do? I think Millwall fits the bill. And I think actually that challenge of going away from home and going somewhere, like it's not just to grow on the, some of the moves, I guess, if you go a bit close, can be a bit tempting to be in in around your normal circles. This will stretch everything about it. His, his personal life and his professional life and put him in that position to really come on as a player. So I wish him well with that. And also, as we know, London's not a place you stay, is it? It's for tourists. <laughs> exactly. He won't be there long. The Leeds United universe got giddy on Saturday afternoon when uh, Graham Smythe alluded to the fact that Tyler Roberts is looking to be going out on loan as well. So is that a sign of progress? Should we be getting rid of Tyler or... Was he a good squad player to have? Or can we not answer that until we've filled the gaps in the squad? Like, am I asking a stupid question and creating poor content? Uh, we're always creating poor content, so don't deny us that. Yeah. There's probably, I think there's a place in the squad for Roberts if we're expanding and, you know, trying to have a bigger squad. Um, and especially if money is tight, uh, I'm a little bit surprised. But then, yeah, he's he's never done it. Has he in the Premier League? So he's had now. I think I said uh, he's had plenty of chances um, as well. You know, it's not like he's just played minutes here and there. He's started loads of games under Bielsa um, and had long runs in the team, probably more than most players, to be fair. So yeah, it, it, in some ways it's not surprising, obviously. But then um, in other ways, if we yeah, if we want in a bigger squad, then we don't have that much money. And if he's only going out on loan and we're not getting a decent fee, um, then, yeah, that's surprising. It feels to me as though in the pecking order of things as it stands, with probably another to come in right at the top of this or alongside Bamford and Rodrigo, you've got Bamford, Rodrigo, someone else, Gelhart, who people are really pushing, and then Greenwood, who may be a midfielder. Uh, But what is a midfielder, Paul? Someone who plays in the middle of the field. It could be at the edge of the field. Yeah, that's as long as it's in the. Yeah, jeez. Ben White was a midfielder when he played in the field. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Anyways, yeah, I believe that Tyler Roberts is the end of that list, and it relies on some freak season of injuries like we had last year for him to be getting the kind of game time he'll be wanting at this stage in his career. So good luck to him. It's a World Cup year. He's got to be playing regularly. 
And, you, and you, for Wales, let's be honest, you could be playing regularly in the Championship and, and be getting a better chance at getting a starting place than being on the bench in the Premier League. So good luck to him. Shame Gareth Bale isn't off to Cardiff City after all that, isn't it? I think it's more funny that Gareth Bale is against <laughs> Cardiff City. It was hilarious, that. On what planet did they think he was getting? He was literally gone home to see his family, I think, but they just tied it into a, oh, he's signing for Cardiff City. Bloody idiots. On the other end of that, because he, he's gone and gone to Los Angeles. Ronaldo says that he wants to leave the team uh, that played just outside the city of Manchester because he, since leaving them, he wants to have played every season in the Champions League and, and they can't provide that for him. Uh, whereas Gareth Bale, his coll former colleague, is on the other end of the spectrum where he's heard that there are some decent golf courses in the Los Angeles area. Fancies a stint over there for a few years. Bale's only 32 as well. Crazy, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, he's he could be Ronaldo's child. Oh, obviously, I just want to put in that I hate Ronaldo. <laughs> just that it needs. Uh, I didn't want him glorifying. He was just an example of a different way that your career path can go. Yeah, what about the incomings? How close are we to getting some of these over the uh, line? And do you believe that any of them will happen before the outgoings are confirmed? Doesn't seem like it. Um, if we were going to sign Bellotti, that might happen because there's no fee involved. But um, it seems like it seems unlikely. There's, there's been it's, the name's been banded around now a little bit, and Leeds and Leeds and Bellotti together. But um, no, uh, Everton and Arsenal are leading the chase. My weekly Bellotti update done. That's your Bellotti. <laughs> <laughs> uh, James, any of those? Uh, Potential incomings exciting you, I've, I believe one or two are. Yeah, uh, Mohamed Kamara is one that is definitely exciting me. What are the attributes <laughs> of his midfield presence that excite you? Uh, well, I watched a video of him and we all know how these go, because uh, I think I watched videos of Heidi Sacco back in the day as well. But he looks like a very, very good player that would play in the middle of a field of football and you would class as a midfielder. Um, I would say he looks really good playing deep, very good at like high pressing, aggressive, very fit, and just a brilliant sort of playmaker in the middle as well. So you just think, yeah, do you know what? In Jesse's system, if it clicks, this could this could be quite nice and unlock Bamford a bit more this season as well. So, yeah, that got me a bit excited, um, but we'll just have to see. I think um, newspaper, like the largest one, is it Crone? They're reporting that it's like a done deal at the minute. So He takes penalties as well, I believe. Um, on the video I was watching, he, there was a few penalties in there. He scored them all. Uh, obviously, they wouldn't put the ones on that he misses if he has <laughs> missed. But um, In your highlights yeah. reel. <laughs> Right, where, do you, where do you stand on this? If Barcelona are refusing to meet our demands in terms of a transfer fee and the player won't go to any others, I don't know whether it's because he's got his heart set on Barcelona or just because he understands that Chelsea are scum and uh, that he's already played for the best team in England, therefore needs to move abroad. Do you think we can get a decent uh, tune out of him if he stays next season? if he thinks that he's waiting for a move a year down the line. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, lovely, that works. <laughs> well, if you think about it, he could have just sat back at the end of the season, couldn't he? And got a very cheap trans transfer and guaranteed his way out of Leeds, but he didn't. He kept going, didn't he? So 
You know, I, th- yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's in his character to just sit back. Is it? Yeah, I think it proves his commitment, and and also if he stays at Leeds, you know, it, you'd think it would be because he's just well, yeah, he'd be waiting for Barcelona, so he's going to keep going, and he clearly, you know, he, I, loves might be too strong, but you know, he's passionate about Leeds, um, so I don't think he'd sulk. I think I think he'd be completely fine. Do you think he will be on the plane to Australia? Gut, gut instinct. No, no, no. No, because they're not even back in training yet, are they? I think it'll be probably made up of a lot of the initial round of players that are back there at the minute. So do you think we'll... This Australia tour is an absolute joke, isn't it? <laughs> it's yeah. got, got to be the biggest commercial success in history because you're right. When they come back tomorrow, the international players, is that right? And then we fly yeah. out some point later this week. Mm, I don't think so because we've got we've got um, we've got Blackpool on Thursday. We're playing at York City for some reason. That's weird. Neutral that ground. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Right. Interesting developments. We're looking. So, right. That's your your squad roundup. We don't know anything. And uh, there's what about very... what about Tyler Adams? That's a weird one as well, isn't it? Because it's like a few people saying, "Why would we sign to?" central midfielders but i think um and rocco like i you know i kind of agree with you not growing the squad too much but equally with like the five sub rule this year it feels like we do need a bigger squad all of a sudden and actually yeah if we are a very central playing team that actually having a a bank of midfielders is probably not a bad thing i don't disagree do you think that 30 million offer from newcastle for harrison is a real thing like if if he doesn't play with much width but needs it as an option occasionally, might he just sell Harrison for thirty million and go? Well, we'll see how Pervader does if we ever need him or anything like that. Costa didn't come, didn't turn up for training, did it? So that's a. But when we were watching those videos earlier of the training, Pervader's jogging about happily. So is Tyler Roberts. Go have a jog around and then jog on. I, I, yeah, I don't think we. I, I don't think um, Marsh's system means that we'll sell the wide men, like you've said before, James. I do think he's a bit more flexible, and I think he'd want to or think that he can get a tune out of Harrison playing in in his team. You know, Harrison has all the attributes that Marsh seems to like. You know, Harry players, he'll run forever, and he's done really well for the past two seasons. So, yeah, I, I don't think we'll be trying to get Harrison out of the door at all. Um, you know, if it's a a big enough offer, then maybe we'd take it. But no, nah, I, d- I don't think we'd be looking at cashing in. Right, well, back by popular demand, we've got going for goals. Do any of these players... I wonder if mm, someone could pick someone who's not scored before and then it might defunct the name of the game. Anyway, going for going for goals. Right, okay. Well, clue number one. I was born in Paisley on the 9th of February, 1974. Where's Paisley? Come on, Paul. Your geography's better than mine. Glasgow. Well done. Glasgow, hey. Hopkins. No. So we're looking for a 48-year-old, James. 48-year-old potential Scottish person. So that would mean you're looking for someone who, if they were playing in the 20s, you want to not 20 years. So we are talking turn of the millennium kind of squad potentially we could be from that book of of Rocco's players or is it is this another one of these where they were born there but actually they've they've lived in Cornwall all their life yeah it's Rob Molina right 
Nick. Or in, or in your case, James, they weren't actually born there at all. <laughs> I, I, bl- I blame you two for that one, if you are referring to David O'Leary from last week's. Why? How could it be our fault? What, for believing you? Well, you're, you're our fact-checkers. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't fact-check it. <laughs> you can't just make stuff up and just like say it with certainty. <laughs> what I do in my job. Anyways... <laughs> Right, clue number two. I don't appear on the list of notable people from Paisley on Wikipedia. Celebrating absenteeism. Weird. That's quite a good clue, I thought. Let's you know that he's... uh... He's not famous for being from Paisley. Well, he's just not famous. (laughs) All right. Uh... Reduces the magnitude. Tell us he lives in Harrogate. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Clue number three. He was referred to as the Scottish Alan Shearer when signing for Leeds from Greenock Morton. It's 48. 48-year-old 48 Scottish Alan Shearer who played for Leeds from, or was signed for Leeds from Greenock Morton and is not notably from Paisley. Has he had a lot of appearances, Rocco, or not very many? I'm not answering that. You, you only have the clues. But what I would point you to is the fact that he doesn't come up on the notable list of people from Paisley, where people like Paul Gallagher, um, Paul Lambert, pa- Paolo Nettini, they all made the list, but this guy didn't. So no, he didn't make many appearances. <laughs> I've wilted. See, I knew if I asked nicely, you'd <laughs> your niceness would shine through, Rocker. He got, he got a bit like defensive and then gave in anyway yeah that's yeah. what a lovely man he is yeah. let's keep caught saying nice things and he'll tell us more <laughs> just tell us the next clue tell it okay see just so nicely <laughs> well, you didn't really no I, well you cut in before i said thank you <laughs> <laughs> um my only goal at ellen road was against middlesbrough but was disallowed that's sad that is sad, actually. Very sad. It was the day that Juninho and uh, his teammates got relegated. Another little clue for you. Oh, wow. Is it Willem Corsten? <laughs> no. Damn it. I did some research on Willem Corsten. He, did not, he only played nine times for Leeds. Yeah, it wasn't many, but he was very good. Yeah, so he went to Tottenham and then didn't play many times for them and then retired. Yeah, and, and then he came out of retirement not long ago. Actually, I also was looking, but then he retired again. But he's another classic example. London, oh. London is just for tourists. He was only there for three games. I right. Listen, I'm telling you now. I may recognise the name at the end, and I may know of him, but I'm never going to guess this. So I'm happy to roll on to the next clue. Agree, James? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Um, I actually I don't have a fifth one, but um, <laughs> I thought you might get it. Um, but uh, the final clue is that his only goal for Le- my only goal for Leeds was scored at Oakwell against Barnsley in 1997-98 season, a last-minute winner from two 0 down. And my first name is Derek, and your surname rhymes with Willie, or won't he? <laughs> you can well, still not get it. James is still scratching his head. <laughs> Who is this person? Uh, Paul? Derek Lilly. Derek Lilly. 
Well done. And why, do, why do I just go blank on all these players? His name was on the you remember him? all the way through. Do you, do you remember him, James? He scored one. No, I don't remember him at all. And, and uh, you went to all those games. Oh, no. Why? <laughs> before my time. It's embarrassing, really, isn't it? But it's all right, because you can cut the, the embarrassment, if you like. No, I'll keep the embarrassment in. It's good. I feel like it's a... Uh, well, I'd say a re-education, but just just an education. <laughs> he was a part of a double swoop to sign Pierre Laurent from Bastia at the same time, and wow. uh, he was even worse. And there you go. I mean, that's summing it up, though. It's like, yeah, we signed him, and then he fell from grace pretty badly, didn't he? Yeah. So Poor guy. What you're saying is, Victor Orta is not the only director of football who hasn't had a hit with every single one of their transfers that is true and we should cut him some slack as he looks as he looks lost and confused in many an airport waiting room as he is spotted on a magical mystery tour of Europe oh dear what's going on eh well I think we'll have a clearer picture this time next week I think I said that last week but just keep saying it until till that picture's clear. The fixtures are rocking up. So things to look forward to in the next seven days of Leeds United, finding out how our August and September are going to be ruined by Sky TV. Mm. That's one. Seeing Calvin unveiled and him releasing a letter to the Leeds United fans about how it had been his dream since he was a boy and blah, 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 with a load of sincerity in it. So It won't be a letter, there'll be a screenshot of uh, notes from an Apple iPhone, won't it? Mm. Mm-hmm. They love yeah. doing that, don't they? That was Chris Wood who did his. I think Phillips will do an actual. Uh, I think he'll write it on Instagram properly with a nice picture of him, maybe with the armband on. I think, it'll be, I think it'll be the Birmingham picture. I hope we see an unseen um, photo of him and Marcelo. It'll be a huggy. If not, it'll be the hugging yeah. photo, won't it? I'd love it if he was honest and he just said, basically, Marcelo made me this player and I want to continue on that path. And th- I. Just think Jesse's a fraud and I'd never he'd never get a tune out of me. In fact, yeah, before before we go, Paul, well, yeah, when we're in the lobby waiting to come in, Paul. Yeah. You were basically just saying we were relegation fodder. Yeah, I quoted a tweet actually that I saw that No, that you was, didn't. I did. It was a posting of that video uh with someone saying It's a complete facade. He's not po- positive, Paul. No, I'm not. Like, I, but when I saw people say it, and bear in mind, here's the extra context, that the international players weren't back, and so it's a relatively threadbare, and a lot of those players are players that we're talking about moving on. Um, that squad in the image and what they were going through didn't look like a, we're really up for a big season of progress. It looked for a, more likely to be heading out the bottom door rather than anything else at this point in time. So we've got a huge month because it's not that far away until the season's starting to to get players out, get players in, get them bedded in and be ready to, to hit the ground running, which we didn't do last year, obviously. We were chasing ourselves all season to literally the last kick. But when you've had a season like that, what you want to see, and we did, we got some early business done, but you want to see it like, you want to see the progress and that desperation from the end of the season rather than feet up going out, you know, we've, we've survived. We really, really need to progress and not be mucking about with relegation. 
Yeah, I think it's probably not going too badly, really. Like you say, there's a month to go. Um, we have signed three players, so you can't really complain too much. The transfer window only opened on Friday and we've signed three players, so fair enough. Also, look at teams like Scum, Man United. You know, mm-hmm. their fans are in disarray because Ronaldo's wanting to leave and they've not really signed anyone and they've got the usual crop of players that just seem to like falling out with one another, so... You know, every, every, it's a difficult time and it's there's always this spell where it's a bit barren where people, like, you know, we're not the only club of players that are on international duty that haven't come back yet. So in the next week or so, everyone's going to start being busy and busy. So it'll be fine. The other thing as well is it's not like players don't go away now and, and drink themselves into oblivion in summer and then come back. It's like they maintain the level of fitness. Like they're, they're all going to come back like fit and ready to go. It'll just be a case of getting the tactics in and getting game time, so... The only player that I've seen pictured drinking themselves into oblivion was Jack Grealish in Las Vegas. <laughs> and arguably that's from the squad who've done the best business all summer and got the, everything sorted and cracking on. I, I'm concerned about the backroom staff. What's going on? Jesse's not even got an assistant. No one wants to work with him. Well, are you surprised? <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Well, what is going on? Like, does nobody want to, want to work with him? Because how have we not got an assistant yet? Maybe, oh, he's, maybe he's, his assistant that. is a big book of quotes and metaphors <laughs> and uh, <laughs> analogies. It does does worry me that we've gone from such a like a big team of amazing people um, down to just Jesse and his quote book? Yeah, but it'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> uh, it'll be fine. <laughs> I think it's quite exciting. I, like at times, like I am worried, um, obviously, like we all should be, you know, we're probably going to sell our two best players and we're not going to get better replacements than them. Um, so it's worrying, but um, it's still exciting to see what we get um, when the season starts and how we play. And, you know, it might, might all come together nicely. It's a harvest of sorts. It's time to pick out the best of the crop and replace with new seeds and watch them grow. Mm. And turn into pollen that irritates us all <laughs> during the summer months. Yeah, I like it. Good analogy. Jesse can have that one. I'll, I'll let him have it for nothing. It's too long a quote, that one. He won't use it. Well, I'll tell you what, this time next week, we'll have signed three players. They'll be top class. We'll be on our way to Australia and, and we'll be absolutely buzzing. We're off to Australia. Are you off to, are you off to York Rock? Are you managed to get tickets? Yeah, I am going, yeah. Very excited. Oh, good stuff. We were going to take the week off and make a real do of it. I think we might just drive over on Thursday. (laughs) Games in York just takes me back to Marcelo. Oh, God. Come on. We've been playing in York forever. I know, but that was the last time in the flesh. That was at at Boovham Crescent. This is at the Community Stadium. That's how much... You'd have to watch them playing at Monk's Cross. That's how much uh, York City fans regarded Marcelo Bielsa. They knocked the stadium down after he'd been there. So <laughs> They should have knocked down that McDonald's as well that he stopped off on the way home. <laughs> just, just everywhere in the UK is visited, just bulldozed. <laughs> Out of respect, we flat and Costa. <laughs> We've we shut down a billion pound business. Right, well, everyone, have a good week. Enjoy the summer. Remember, we can't lose when we're not playing. So uh... We're playing on Thursday. We played yesterday at Stoke, apparently, and Bamford scored, and we won 1-0. Apparently, yeah, he's got really? an overhead kick. Stoke, yeah. New- Stoke Newington. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stoke. Lucky. Right, have a good week, everyone.
Thanks for listening. Podcast Network.